Romans 13 from verse 11. It says, and do this, and do this, knowing the time. Do you know the time? We know the time. What is the time? It's the end time. What is the time? It's night time. What is the time? It's late. What is the time? It's risky time. It's dangerous time. What is the time? It's the last days. And it says, knowing the time, if you know the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. For now is our salvation nearer than when we first believed. He said, the night is far spent. So it's night time. And it's actually late in the night. He said, the night is far spent. The day is at hand. Therefore, let us cast off the works of darkness. And let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk properly as in the day. Not in reverie and drunkenness. Not in lewdness and lust. Not in strife and envy. But put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its lust. So, what do we need to do in this time? What do we need to do? People sleep at night. But for you, it's time to be awake. You can't be sleeping. It's night time in the world. It's dark in the world. It's night time. But for you, you carry the day. You live in the day. Because you have the light of life. So, you're not supposed to be sleeping. If you are sleeping, wake up. And sorry... It's such a bad time in the last two years because of COVID-19. A lot of Christians are slumbering, sleeping, sluggish, slacking. A lot of Christians. It's the spirit of the age, especially the spirit of this time. And the scripture says, you are not supposed to be sleeping. You are not supposed to be lagging. You are not supposed to be sluggish in the things of God. Awake out of sleep. He says, cast off the works of darkness. Put on the armor of light. Because it's night time there. It's dark there. You need an armor. You need an armor. Put on. Be dressed in an armor of light. Wake up. Dress up. Wake up. Dress up. Dress up in the armor of light. Walk properly as in the day. Even though it's night, walk as if it's in the day. Because you carry the day. And verse 14 there says, Put on the Lord Jesus. It's the same thing as put on the armor of light. Put on the Lord Jesus. It's time that the Lord Jesus be worn as a clothing. Conspicuously. Jesus is not just in your heart. Jesus is your clothing also. Amen. Work out that which is in you. Mm? Let it be outside. Let it be conspicuous. Put on the Lord Jesus. Make no provision for the flesh. Amen. The need of the hour. That is what the Lord is speaking to us on. The need of the hour. Again, our memory verse or the key verse. 1 Peter 4, 7. The end of all things is near. Therefore, be alert and of sober mind so that you may pray. Since we are approaching the end of all things, be intentional, purposeful, and self-controlled so that you can be given to prayer. This scripture, 1 Peter 4, 7. This scripture suggests to us that in the last days, Towards the end of time, it will be difficult, even more and more difficult, to be spiritually alert and be sober-minded. That's what it means. As, as it gets darker, as we get to the end of the end time, it's going to be more and more difficult to be spiritually alert and be sober-minded. These are challenging times to be a Christian. Especially a committed, dedicated Christian. 
We're not talk, talking about those who just go to church. We're not talking about those who just, you know, say they are Christians. But to be a dedicated, committed Christian, serious Christian, is challenging. In addition to being challenging, it's even difficult for the Christian to engage with God in prevailing and powerful prayers. Why? Why? Because the times are busy. Times are busy booming and bustling. There's a lot going on. There's too many things to attend to. Before you move from Facebook to Instagram and TikTok and check your email, you know, and listen to the news on the radio or TV, you know, before you do all of that. And all of that is calling for your attention. If you are not engaged with them or in them, you feel that you are missing something. There are too many things to attend to. There are not even enough time in the day to do all of that. Uh, And be aware there are so many other things to do, not just those ones. There's work to do. If you are in school, you know, you need to study. There's a lot of books to study. If you are a mother, you have children to take care of. Maybe you have three little ones and they're running around like crazy. They're messing up the whole place. You have to take care of the house. You have to take care of yourself. And you have to maintain contact and relationship with friends and family. How do you do all of that? So many things calling for attention. Life has become, we can say, in one way, much simpler. In another way, more complicated. Because as we solve one problem, we create many more problems. They give us a, a medication for headache, whether it's Tylenol or Motrin. And there are so many effects, side effects with that. So you solve your headache, but something else or so many other things are created. A world is enough for the wise, even in this time of COVID. Again, as we solve many human problems, we inadvertently, because we think we know, we think we are wise. Professing themselves to be wise, they they became fools, the scripture says. As we try to solve many problems, we inadvertently create multiple more new problems for ourselves. By the way, the world is not getting better. The world is getting worse. Now a question for you, a question for you, a question for you. And I hope you can answer this question. When was the last time you had quality, personal and private time with God? When was the last time you had quality, personal and private time with God? I'm not talking about, you know, just praying, reading the scripture for one minute or five minutes or ten minutes. Or maybe just listening to the scriptures being read to you for some 20 minutes. And maybe thinking about it for another five minutes. For those who who even think about the scripture that is just read to them. That's not quality time. If you say you have quality time with a friend on the phone or face to face. You know what that means. It's talking. It's conversation. No? And you do that for some time. The truth is, most of the time, quality time with God turns into quantity time with him. Let me say that again. The truth is, most of the time, if you do have a quality time with God, it will turn into quantity time with him. Because the quality time is so soothing and comforting. You want more of it, so you hang in there. Amen. The Lord called Moses. Say, come up. He didn't even tell him how long. Moses got there and stayed for 40 days and 40 nights. What was he doing there? Hmm. Was he fun? I would like to know. Let's go and see. Can you take me up there? What were you doing there in the bush? There's no casino there. No. What's, what is there? 
that you stay there for 40 days and 40 nights. Because the presence of God is soothing and comforting. You hang in there. So if you test a little bit of it in quality time, that quality time will extend to quantity time because you hang in there. In the presence of the Lord, there is fullness of joy. And as it's right on there are pleasures forevermore. There are pleasures, pleasures in the presence of God. So you hang in there. Your quality time turns into quantity time and turns into more quality time. The need of the hour. The end of all things is near. Therefore, be alert and of sober mind so that you may pray. First Peter 4, 7. The Passion Translation says, Since we are approaching the end of all things, be intentional, purposeful, and self-controlled so that you can be given to prayer. Again, this scripture suggests to us, implies that in the last days, towards the end of time, it will be difficult, more and more difficult to be spiritually alert and sober-minded. What does it mean to be spiritually alert? And what does it mean to be sober-minded? First, the two go hand in hand. You can't say that you are sober-minded and you are not alert. And you can't say that you are alert and you are not sober-minded. And as for us, I hope we remember the four A's. What's the first one? Be alive. And what's the second one? Be awake. And what's the third one? Be alert. Then what's the fourth one? Be aware. So, be awake. Don't be sleeping. Wake up. Be awake as a Christian. Be awake. You know, you, you, are, you are alive, but you are sleeping. Mm-mm. Wake up. Don't just be alive. Be awake. Wake up out of sleep. Wake up out of slumber. You ought to be awake. And you are not just to be awake. You ought to be alert. And not just be alert. You ought to be aware. Walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. Understanding what the will of the Lord is. Amen. So, these two go hand in hand. Spiritual sober-mindedness and spiritual alertness. Spiritual sober-mindedness and spiritual alertness. They go hand in hand. What is spiritual sober-mindedness? What is sober-mindedness? It includes the ideas of steadfastness, self-control, clarity of mind, and moral decisiveness. Let me say that again. Spiritual sober-mindedness includes the ideas of steadfastness, self-control, clarity of mind, and moral decisiveness. The sober Christian is correctly in charge of his priorities and not intoxicated with the various allurements in the world. You know, when you say somebody is sober, it means that they are not intoxicated. That's the, you know, the general idea of it. So even as a Christian, don't be intoxicated with anything. Not talking about beer or alcohol. It's talking about don't let anything get into your head. Don't let success get into your head. Hmm? Don't let some kind of achievement get into your head. Don't let some kind of um, victory or good thing, good feeling, get your head swelled up. Don't be intoxicated. Be sober-minded. And don't be deflated either. Don't let anything deflate you. Don't let your joy be deflated because something bad happens. Huh? Because of trouble, then you are weighed down. You are depressed. No. Be sober-minded, level-headed, level-minded. Spiritual alertness. The spiritually alert Christian is vigilant, being watchful. Jesus Christ will say over and over again, watch and pray. He said to the disciples 
at the very last tale of his earthly ministry, when he was about to be arrested by the Roman soldiers, after they had had the, you know, the, the, the last supper, they went into the garden. He took them into the garden, the place he usually went, and said to them, watch with me, stay with me, watch and pray, so that you don't enter into temptation. 